For today's Locked On Texans on a day where a timely fire alarm could foreshadow the future, <laughs> Houston holds a press conference to announce Lovey Smith hiring with Nick Casario in attendance, our thoughts and takeaways, and a quick look at the Texans' newest members of the coaching staff. But first, start the countdown. You are Locked On Texans. Your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, Texan fans, to another episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, one of the most important episodes in Locked On Texans history. Today's episode is brought to you by Get Upside. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.25 cent per gallon or more cash back on your first tank of gas. Of course, I'm John Hickman, followed by uh, joined excuse me, by Cody Davis, a super important to, uh, show today, excuse me, uh, as we look at the hiring of Lovey Smith, the press conference, and our takeaways. And one of the takeaways, I think, too, was – of all the money that Houston Texans have, they got the designy <laughs> bottle. There's a bottle of designy water just sitting there. And I'm thinking to myself, is this the brand they want to die on? The hill, but uh, and the fire alarm that went off as soon as the reporter asked Lovey Smith about conspiracy, the conspiracy, right? About the uh, <laughs> lack of black coaches. However, uh, as I mentioned, a very important episode today because we will have the opportunity to kind of discuss what we took out of that press conference and we will continue this throughout the week cody one of my biggest takeaways from the presser and i think i may speak for majority of houston not just ourselves when i heard lovey smith say that he did not know when he became a finalist he went on to say that he was active with giving opinions on things that houston needs to improve on and finished with doing our job we're always being interviewed so Though I feel like other factors absolutely played a role in Lovey being a late pick for the Houston Texans, it does seem like Nick Casario went with someone that at least at the very at the very least knew what Houston wanted to accomplish and knew how to get there. And that's why uh, after yesterday's press conference, I am personally more at ease with the decision to bring on Lovey Smith, who we know has a couple of decades of experience as a head coach. But it does seem like, at least after day one, now moving forward, that those two are going to be able to operate on the same page at the same time, respectfully. Yeah, John. And I think after yesterday's press conference, that is the main takeaway I think everybody has. The fact that, you know, like I mentioned on yesterday, like I mentioned on Monday, Lovey Smith was nobody's top candidate. I mean, we only played with the idea just because it was an ideal. But I think we all are at ease by the fact that Lovey Smith is now the new head coach for the Houston Texans. And I have a few takeaways from this press conference. But to me, John, it doesn't even have to do with the X's and O's on the football field. It doesn't have to do with hardly anything surrounding football side of things for me the biggest win for the houston texans yesterday was the first day possibly since they defeated the buffalo bills during the 2019 playoffs 
Yesterday marks the first day that the Houston Texans did not come off as a joke. Absolutely. In fact, there was no, Absolutely. there was no, like, we was there. There was no questions about Deshaun Watson. There was no questions about what is Jack East to be doing. And those two issues have played this organization over the past year so much. It seems like there has just been this big gray cloud around this organization. Now, I'm not about to sit here and say just because we got Lovey Smith, things are going to be all sunshine and roses moving forward. But the hiring of Lovey Smith, the fact that it, it does seem like Nick Casario is going to take a step back just a little bit and let this man coach yes. and he's going to do his job as general manager. It seems like the Houston Texans are finally on the right track to at least being a respectable organization again. And another big takeaway that I want to shout out really quick is the fact that I think the Texans, and I don't want to get too excited, and I know we still have a long way to go before we see the product on the field, but I do believe the Texans will have a much better offense in 2022 because every time somebody mentioned anything about offense, every time somebody asks Lovey Smith, how do he envision his offense being ran? He always talked about Pep Hamilton. He talked yes. about Pep Hamilton with his offensive mindset. And he talked about the fact that Hamilton wants to run his offense based around Davis Mills yes. bread and butter, which is playing a fast tempo style of offense. John, like I mentioned, there's a lot to take away out of the press conference, but I'm just happy for the first time I was able to just go to a normal press conference where it didn't seem like the Houston Texans was the laughing stock of the NFL. Because a year ago, when they introduced David Cully, you and I and everybody, we was having a completely different conversation. But watching Lovey Smith, knowing his background, knowing the fact that he is a coach that is well-respected around the league, even Nick Casario pointed that out, the several Houston times. Texans several times. And of course, we know that's something he did not do with David Cully, but the fact that they have Lovey Smith, this organization is starting to trend in the right direction. Yeah, absolutely, Cody. And you kind of took the words out of my mouth on some of these uh, takeaways. When I look at the difference in scheme from last year to what Lovey Smith wants to do this year. I pointed out, took away three takeaways. It starts with Davis Mills. Was though those was those? Excuse me. Those were his words. He wants to run the ball effectively. We'll get into some of the coaching hires uh, later on in the show. And he wants to score points. And he mentioned how being fast is important. So those were a couple of the takeaways that I that I felt were needed to discuss. And Cody, you took the words right out of my mouth. Also. Lovey Smith will be calling plays for the 2022 season in terms of defense. Uh, I have no problem with that. Lovey said during the presser that he feels he can help in that same role and capacity. So although that he will be taking on more of a responsibility as a head coach, he will still be heavily, heavily, heavily involved with the defense and will be calling plays. I also looked at Lovey Smith opened Nick Casario's mind and heart to realizing there's a different way to do things and he mentioned players and scheme. And so that came off to now he has somebody that he can actually work with more respectable. Uh, and he mentioned before that Lovey Smith has always been respectable in stating his opinions, but he can trust more, right? I don't think that was the case last year with David Cully. 
Hell I don't no. think that he trusted David Cully to make decisions, which you know kind of questions why he was hired in the first place. However, that was the move. That's that was what they had to stick with throughout the year. But when I hear things like open my mind and hard to realizing there's a different way to you know do things, that to me comes off as I finally have somebody I can take a step back and trust that they will do things in a manner that is absolutely best for this team's success. Hmm. And I do want to add this before moving on. Nick Casario, from what he put out there in the press conference on yesterday, it seems like he's going to continue to stay on the headset. But he did mention that he would not be as involved as he was with David Cully. So it finally looks like, as you mentioned, John, with Lovey Smith, at the Hams as the Houston Texans next head coach. They finally have someone who is going to be the end-all, be-all head coach, unlike the other guy that we had to sit through last year. And I, I think above all, man, when we when you look at somebody that came in the press conference with the, with the all-gray beard, clean suit, tape, Fear the beard. Fear the beard 2.0. You know, <laughs> Lovey Smith won the press conference. Yes, he right? did. I did not see a press conference that David Cully won last year. This is not a show where we bag on David Cully. Uh, nothing but the best for him, wishes for him. But Lovey just carried himself in the kind of way like a shaft a little bit, you know, and went in, handled business, answered questions that were correctly, uh, answered questions correctly. And Cody, you were there, gave the impression that everything is going to be all right. Now we have to see how that is actually going to turn out. Free agency starts next month. Then we have the draft. Then the season starts in July, kicks off with the preseason in August. But as of right now, uh, I do feel more comfortable at the the press conference than I did going into it. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props and more odds and more lines than ever before as football continues its march to the Super Bowl. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live and real-time updates for current games. Don't take advantage. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2022 season because BetOnline is where the game starts. It's Super Week brought to you by GetUpside, and there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals, Locked On Rams are in L.A. and are covering the game all week. Hey, so first and foremost, how is it for you to see your dad get this opportunity again? You already know this is his third NFL coaching job. You know, it's uh, it's very exciting. You know, he uh, probably the hardest worker that I've ever been around, and it's nice to see, you know, him be rewarded a little bit for that. We've obviously been through some ups and downs, but you know, I think he's shown that he's ready for the job and we're about to win a lot of football games. Awesome, awesome. It's especially now, you know, given the fact that everybody knows everything that's going on with Brian Flores, the lawsuit and everything that's going on. You heard him talking about having an opportunity, especially more opportunities for black African-American coaches. For him to have this opportunity for the third time, does it does it kind of give it a little bit more special meaning to you, knowing that, like he said, not too many guys that look like him get a third chance at this? Uh, absolutely. No, it is his third time, and as a proud black man, it, it's it's going to mean something, given what's going on in the world and, and within football itself. 
but I would say that these aren't new issues. So this isn't something that just came up, you know. These are things we've been dealing with as long as I've been around it, as long as he's been around it. So you gotta, you know, really appreciate what we're seeing in front of us. What the McNairs and, you know, what Nick and Jack decided to do here, mm -hmm. it's, it, they need to get credit for that. This yeah. is awesome what they're doing, especially for somebody like Coach Smith. You know, last year you was the linebacker coach. How was your experience last year, you know, especially working alongside your dad as a defensive coordinator? Well, I, I definitely enjoyed it from a uh, strictly professional sense. I'm able to work under maybe one of the best linebacker coaches in football history. And uh, being able to learn from him every day, I've been able to grow exponentially, I think, in this past year. Um, from the familial aspect of it, you know, I think most people would want to be able to spend a lot of time with their with their parents, with their father. Mm -hmm. um, being a coach's kid, I didn't see my dad a whole lot growing up. You know, he was grinding at the office, he was working so he could have opportunities like this. So for myself, being able to spend so much time with him, it's really been a blessing. Awesome, awesome. So have you guys talked about the possibility of you moving up? You still going to be linebacker coach? As far as you know, what you can share. <laughs> yeah. I'll still be the linebacker coach. Mm -hmm. You know, I think uh, Coach Smith really enjoyed this past year of being so involved with the X's and O's of things. Mm -hmm. And I think when you're strictly a head coach, you kind of, you're looking at some more bigger picture items. Mm -hmm. But I think you could do the big picture items and do some of the smaller things as well. And I think that's something that he really is looking forward to. You know, one day if I may become a defensive coordinator in my future, you know, that'd be awesome. But right now I'm worried about having the best linebackers in football. Awesome. You know, really quick touch on last year, you know, I, I guess the defensive side of the ball, especially their, their ability to take away the football has been one of the brightest spots of the season despite their 4-13 record. From, from someone who actually worked with the defense, especially given the fact they, that they was able to take away the ball, what are some of the improvements you think that this team can actually use on that defensive side of the ball in order to continue making those improvements? Well, we had a lot of takeaways this year, but if you really look at the play-by-play -play aspect of it, mm -hmm. we left a lot of takeaways on the field. Mm -hmm. So we had a good year with it, but good isn't what we're going after. It's greatness. And for us to take that next step, it's taking advantage of every one of those opportunities to take away the ball. And ultimately, when you win the takeaway battle, you're going to win the football game more often than not. And I think uh, with us taking that next step in that arena, we're going to win some games just because of that aspect of it. It's something that we do every single day that we put uh, – we put emphasis on you know we're going to take away the ball and if you're not thinking about the ball then you're not doing it right you know ultimately we're not trying to have tackles we're not trying to have you know pbus or whatever you want to call them it's about the ball every single play our goal of every play defensively is to score same way it is on offense and special teams awesome thanks man of course man it's great meeting you, man. that was miles smith lovey smith's son had an opportunity to talk to him really quick as you guys just heard. And John, first and foremost, I had to ask him, was he going to elevate because his dad is the new head coach? Was he going to elevate and be the new defensive coordinator? As you guys just heard, Miles Smith will continue to be the linebacker coach for the Houston Texans in 2022. But John, you listeners and Huh? He ain't got the hookup? No, he ain't got the hookup. Oh, <laughs> But, um, John, listeners and viewers, along with the press conference, what you guys just heard from Miles Smith, there is a new aura surrounding this organization. 
And it's kind of hard not to get excited about what the future has in store for this organization. And look, John, once again, I'm not about to sit here and say because they have Lovey Smith and we about to see a revamp staff and Nick Casario is going to take a step back. We about to win 10 games. I'm not about to sit here and say all that. We probably won't even still be a playoff team next season. But you can't help but to feel better about this team moving forward, especially when you hear Miles Smith talking about the greatness that they want to go out there on the field and showcase every single Sunday, especially for their fans. And this is an aura. This is something that it just wasn't around the team all last year. You know, Cody, I'm, I'm going to, circle back to your statement you just made and kind of link it to the interview and what Lovey Smith said in the press conference. You said that this team might not be a playoff team next mm-hmm. year. In your press, in your interview, Cody, you asked about, uh, the, you know, the 4-13 year and Miles Smith said that we got to do continue with taking advantage of the opportunities. Um, also, Lovey Smith mentioned how Cincy, who won four games last year, but is now in the Super Bowl, which is something that I pointed to. Yeah, you did. Also, <laughs> uh, you know, how when he, he was asked about the realistic expectations for this upcoming year and so uh, how important it is that they left some opportunities out on the field. So he mentioned that those four wins from last year could have easily been maybe six or seven, depending on how you view the game. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say or make an excuse that this team – cannot be capable of turning four wins into eight or nine or turning four wins into a, a wild card playoff seed. I don't think they win the, win the, uh, the division. However, they could get an opportunity to, you know, make it to the playoffs. I wanted to link those things together and kind of on the fly. I, I don't really have notes for it, but I'm linking it together by saying, uh, realistically, the Houston Texans do have a ways to go. But also realistically, they are in a better position, I believe, right now, going into this season after this offseason will commence and end than they were last year. Hmm. Last year, they had to answer a lot of questions about Deshaun Watson and Jack Easterby. This mm-hmm. press conference, zero. Last year, they went into the offseason with a terrible cast base, and Nick Casario had to work wonders to get the Texans to where they were at the end of the year with a pretty good cap situation. Uh, last year, they lost a lot of players. This year, I expect for them to retain a Kamu Gougier Hill. Desmond I saw him, by the way, too. So that means he should be re-signing with this organization. Right, right. And so, and, and he also mentioned Lovey Smith where – he talked about that they want to retain those guys, those mm-hmm. players that are on one-year deals. He mentioned in the press conference that, hey, I want them back. So, you know, Miles understands one of the probably the best quotes I heard in a while where we're not thinking about tackling. We want to take the ball away. That screams we want to continuously give our offense the opportunity to do what, Cody? Let's score the ball. Let's play mm-hmm. fast. And let's let the offense be ran by Davis Mills. And so right now I look at a coaching staff that may be more uh, on on continuity level, better than they were last year and understanding what they possibly can do, led by Lovey Smith. But the opportunities for more wins were there last year for Houston. And at at times we can look at the defense getting tired towards the end of the game and later in the third and fourth quarter. 
at times I think what we will mostly point to is the fact that the offense was held back by play calling, mm-hmm. and I don't expect mm-hmm. that this year. Even, not even though, but I think the reason why I don't expect it is because I don't think Pep Hamilton can afford that. Pep cannot walk into this situation and we see a replicate of last year's offense. But I don't think he will do that, especially if this team is healthy and they go out and they bring in a serviceable running back. So uh, this press conference told a lot, but hearing Miles Smith talk about the opportunities from last year on the 4-13 and year and, and doing a better job of taking advantage, as he mentioned, uh, it looks like everybody's on the same page, man. Those opportunities that were there last year that the Houston Texans did not get an opportunity to seize on, they don't want that to be a, a back-to-back year thing for them, that they want to take those opportunities and win, taking advantage of all of the small details to get some points on the board, score points, to win games. And as Lovey Smith put it, last season, uh, season this team uh, did not have a lot of fans in stands. He said, do not expect for that to continuously be uh, what's going on, that they want to put more fans in the stands on a consistent basis. And he knows by doing that, to do that, you have to win games. This is a time of year I'm pretty much sure everybody has kind of given up on, on their New Year resolution goals, uh, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolutions, and I'm eating right. I'm eating better. And whenever I you know, get that urge and craving for something sweet, Guys, I'm not joking. I stick with Built Bar. They help me get throughout my day. Not only is it uh, sweet and tasty, it gives me that energy that I need to kind of get through that day-to-day hassle, that day-to-day grind. And one thing that I love about Built Bar are the flavors, right? You got the Euro Puffs. You also got the salted caramel. And they are covered in 100% real chocolate. That's a treat. That's what makes them better than the rest. Not the artificial, but the real chocolate. Bill Bar is the best in the game. And most of our Bill Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams. And we know how a lot of those other candy bars, they normally carry around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and a dozen of those nasty net carbs. So go to Bill.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order Again, go to build.com, use promo code LOCK15, that is L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for 15% off at build.com. And, of course, I love telling you guys about GetUpside, the app, because I love helping you guys save money. Our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code TOUCHDOWN for NFL or SCORE for college. For $0.25 cent per gallon or more on your first fill-up, cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. It doesn't make sense. Why would you hurt yourself like that? Well, you can use GetUpside, use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for NFL or SCORE for college, and get that cash back. Help yourself out. Again, that is TOUCHDOWN for NFL or SCORE for college. Use those two promo codes for $0.25 cent per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. Thank you guys for making the Locked On Texas your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Be sure to check out Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's also free, and it's also available on all platforms. Before we get out of here for today's show, um, first of all, Cody, seriously, who pulled the fire alarm? 
Who did it? Who did it? I mean, uh, I've never seen something right on cue. Right on cue, too. Fire alarm going off in the midst of a very important question. And 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 the worst part about it, or the best part about it, it was from Ed. Oh, what's the guy name? Ed from ESPN. He's like one of the top Ed national reporters. Yeah. It was his question, and right when he started talking, they they pulled the fire alarm, and it's like now nobody can't use the audio or use the video. Yeah, and look, Nick Nick tried to be a sport about it. We could talk around it, and he tried to crack a joke. He didn't uh, talk very loud when he said that. By the way, you no, know, normally when you be like, I could talk over it or something. You know, you start talking a little louder, you project your voice. He didn't do that. Nah, he just stayed and, just... And it's a good thing Nick is never going to be a stand-up comedian because he tried to like crack a joke to kind of keep the mood light. Didn't work. <laughs> That's somebody, because it was a serious issue at the moment. Somebody in that building uh, maybe maybe looking for uh, a new job soon. But uh, the Houston Texans, after the press conference, it was announced that they are bringing in George Warhop and Hal Hunter. Uh, George Warhop, his last two stops... 2014 through 18, worked with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 19 through 21, worked with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Does have a relationship with Levy Smith, worked on their coaching staff with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, 2020, you guys are like this, with the Jacksonville Jaguars, they were seventh in stuff rate. So unlike the Texans Mm. (laughs) uh, that were unable to create a push at the line of scrimmage, the Jaguars did not have a lot of those running plays. That uh, that were stuffed or ended at or behind the line of scrimmage, so they were able that. to create a. You know what? <laughs> so you, they were able to create a push and get to the second level. Uh, compare that to the Houston Texans that ranked thirty second in le- second level yards and twenty fourth in stuff yards ranked last year. So I expect that would be a huge upgrade. Hopefully, that'll be better than what we saw last year, and we really saw his work. Uh, kind of blossomed within the interior offensive line play. So the guard center guard, hopefully that is another improvement that this team uh, sees take a jump this upcoming year. Also with Hal Hunter, 2015 with the Colts, spent time with Pep Hamilton uh, in the middle of the pack that year in terms of pass blocking and sacks allowed. Uh, in 2016, he spent time with the Browns where they were one of the best short yardage teams in the league, they were also the best second-level success teams in the league as well. So when I look at those stats, the short yardage of two yards or less for a first down or touchdowns, uh, the Browns were one of the best in the league that year. And so I think that's something that the Houston Texans absolutely could use and benefit here in Houston. A great decision to bring in these two tenure coaches and Hal Hunter. He knows Pep. There's a relationship. Same goes with George Warhop. Uh, worked on that staff for Levy Smith, as I already mentioned, uh, in Tampa. So overall, I like it because they are their guys. This mm. is Pep's guy. This is Lovey's guy. And with a coaching staff now of led by Levy Smith, Pep Hamilton, Miles Smith is also a part of this coaching staff, Danny Barrett, now George Warhop. Uh, at the top of my brain, five African-American coaches here in Houston this Press conference did take place in February of Black History Month. You can take that with a grain of salt. However, I am excited, not just as a black man, but I am excited to see this, uh, the future with the Texans led by Levy Smith. 
I believe that he received a three-year contract. I think that it's not fair to Lovey Smith. I think it's more fair to Nick Serio. As I said before, those two should be tied together for the remaining years in Houston. However, press conference number one of how many seems bright in the future seems like it can be much different from the last two two uh two years, excuse me. I actually like that contract, John, because you got to keep in mind, Lovey Smith is, if I'm not mistaken, 63 years old. So that is actually going to put him in a realistic, that's going to give him a realistic chance to finish out his contract, depending on how things work out over the next three years. And look, you mentioned it, Pep Hamilton is on this staff. Maybe by then they might feel confident in letting him take over as the head coach. Or, and I do want to mention this because according to our colleague, Mark Berman of Fox 26, he did have an opportunity to hold an exclusive interview with Lovey Smith. And Lovey Smith did say that he would be open in keeping and yes, in, in hiring Josh McCown as the quarterback coach if that was an opportunity that he would like to explore. And Can I just he say said, something? Oh, go ahead. And this is for the Texan fans out there. Can we stop jumping ahead? Like I'm seeing this is enough time for to groom the next or in a couple of years we'll be seeing somebody else and Nick Casario will be doing this all over again. Hey, can we just kind of look at the now, right? I, a lot of those comments I saw today were, was was just let's just focus on what we have right in front of us. Hmm. And I think that is unfair to Lovey to in day one jump to year two or three and already replacing with another head coach. I just wanted to get that out. I'm sorry. Yeah. But like I mentioned, John, look, I actually love the contract with love. I mean, hell, even if they do bring in Josh McCown and he actually learns how to be a coach in the NFL, I mean, three to four years, I would say will start to make him a little bit more of a qualified candidate um, whenever that time comes down the line. But like I mentioned through this whole entire installment, the best part about having Lovey Smith, the Houston Texans are finally back on the right track. I don't know about winning in 2022, but at leadership. least they're going to, yeah, the leadership is there. And at least they're going to be more of a respectable organization moving forward. And I'm not going to lie to you, John, listeners and viewers. I'm actually excited to see what the future has in store for the Houston Texans. I'm excited to see who pulled that damn fire along. <laughs> I am. And if Lovey Smith would get a uh, contract, uh, uh, exclusive rights to a beer grain service. Uh, you know, beer to beer 2.0. Right. Would he, would he get a contract with, you know, a, a business out here in Houston that can kind of mm-hmm. grade those beers perfectly? Because when I get his age, and I don't have too much of a full beard, but if this is all, you know, kind of great, I think I'd be cool. Uh, thank you for checking out the Locked On Texas podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texas. Like us on Facebook. You guys are doing great. We're now in the 600s on YouTube. Continue to subscribe, like, and comment. Follow me on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12. Listen, guys, day one of Lovey Smith's tenure started on Tuesday. Now we will continue to bring you each and every day, Monday through Friday, here at the Locked On Texas. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. Pull the fire.
are Locked On Texans, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.